It's that time, America. Your very own nationally award-winning family radio talk show. Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton is set to air now. We feature the trending news stories, the timely interviews you want to hear, and the hottest music in the industry. This show truly is news talk for everyone. Let others know right now that you're tuned in to quality news talk that matters. You're listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. The broadcast begins now, now, now. Well, good Tuesday evening to you and welcome to the national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America, with host Shana Thornton. Of course, I am Shana and I am so excited and honored that you've opted to join us live this Tuesday, May 23rd, 2017. Now, welcome to a new week and a brand new broadcast for us. I trust you're having a great week thus far. Can you actually believe it? We're already approaching Memorial Day weekend. And of course, 2017 is here and well underway. Stay with us for the upcoming months for more original programming and balanced news talk. We have some unique and engaging content aimed to keep you informed of the latest issues. Please remember that we offer quality and professional news talk in a very congested industry. Now, if this is your very first time tuning in, we welcome you and we do invite you to stay with us throughout the entire month. Remember that you can listen in again at your convenience. Just visit www.lt radio.com. We offer podcast episodes at your convenience. And of course, this way you're allowed to listen in uh, to the entire program or just certain parts of the program. We recognize that you're busy and we want to continue to offer digital media that meets your demands. Now, Let's Talk America Radio is a national award-winning family radio program offering informative news talk to every single member of your household, regardless of generation. Over the past four years, we've had the amazing opportunity to present exclusive interviews on so many diverse topics with leading experts and celebrity guests available. Now, we will continue to cover issues related to health, law, politics, education, business, finance, music, pop culture, you name it, and we will continue to spotlight it. Now, right now, I would ask that you please use the hashtag LTA Radio, hashtag LTA Radio, all caps on lowercase, and please use it on your favorite social media outlet. Perhaps it's the famous Facebook, it's Twitter, it's Snapchat, it is Instagram. If you are on it, we're out there. Now, there are two important reasons why we want you to use the hashtag LTA radio. One, that way we can find you and we certainly follow that. And the second reason is so others, your family, friends, colleagues, whoever you're connected to on social media, that way they know you are tuned in to quality news talk that matters. Stay with us. Now, tonight we have some featured conversations that will impress and inform and let's get ready to spotlight these trending issues now how exactly do you win over a picky eater where neurologist dr robert malillo one of the most respected specialists in childhood neurological disorders in america joins your award-winning family radio talk show let's talk america tonight to discuss some helpful ways to encourage young picky eaters he explained when it's time to seek help or just apply some helpful methods at home and we aim to keep you informed with the latest news and issues that matter and your kids and your grandkids and godkids and nieces and nephews certainly matter so stay tuned in for this very important and timely exclusive 
Also, just like people, age can creep up slowly on your pet. And you might not realize they're starting to display some age-related changes. Well, aging and pets can potentially impact the relationship you have with them. So you want to be aware of the signs and what things you can do to help keep your older pet in the game. Joining us to discuss all of this and more is Melissa Vinchina, and she's with Hill Pet Nutrition Center. So stay tuned in for this very important segment about your animals. Also, homeowners know that the chore list to get homes ready for the warmer months can be long and we're already in some very warm weather, right? So what are the quick step savers homeowners can do that can save time, trouble, and money down the road? We're joining us tonight with some of those important answers as one of the favorite do-it-yourselfers. He's the one and only HGTV Chip Wade. Many of you know his name, you know his face. He will be with us tonight, so stay tuned in. And lastly, this time of year brings a slew of fresh new premieres to keep us entertained now and after the season finales of your favorite television primetime network shows. Now, more and more people, currently over 64%, have added streaming services to their entertainment regimen. Well, according to a recent study, we're going to get into why this has occurred. You want to check it out. The one and only popular trending forecaster, Rena Lunak, she joins us again. She's been on a program before, but tonight she's going to talk about some trends that we may want to be aware of. And she's also going to talk about streaming services for your kids. Of course, we offer versatility here on Let's Talk America Radio each and every week. So that way you can be up to date on the latest news tomorrow at the water cooler at work or when you're on the soccer field and speaking with the other parents. Now, remember that we will be airing our signature in the news in mere minutes. And this is where we highlight the trending news stories breaking from all over the world. And it's been a very busy 24 hours. So you'll want to stay with us. Of course, we offer timely talk, great news, and phenomenal music. And tonight, I'm excited to present a selection by the one and only Tamika Furibi. You want to check this selection out from this young and budding vocalist. Well, everyone, right now, I will ask that you please message family, friends, colleagues, and even your next-door neighbor or on your cell phone and let them know that Let's Talk America Radio is on now. LTA Radio presents the news you want to know more about, the great talk and the music that is trending in the moment. Stay with us. You're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. Hi, this is Shirley, and we just love listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thorpe. Hi, my name is Kavarga, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Hi, my name is Nicole Dodd, and I'm tuning in every Tuesday at 7.30 to Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thorpe. This is Audrey, and I'm listening to Let's Talk America with Shayna Thorpe. This is such an awesome show. If you're not connected, you really need to be. It was out of love, a true love story of deception, grace, and forgiveness by sensational Arthur James Marr is a powerful book that will truly inspire you. In this bizarre but true love story, a husband unravels the mystery surrounding his wife's 30-year deception and discovers the true meaning of God's grace and forgiveness. All readers will gain from this phenomenal life story. Get a copy of the book for yourself or for a loved one. Download the free ebook at www.itwasoutoflove.com. Again, get your free ebook version of this phenomenal book by visiting www.itwasoutoflove.com. It was out of love, a true love story of deception, grace, and forgiveness by Arthur James Marr. 
Welcome back, everyone. With each program, of course, we would love to thank our weekly dedicated listeners. Your support means everything. Continue to stay with us. Many of you listen in live on Tuesday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. But, of course, some of you go back and listen to the replay podcast. Thank you so much for finding a way to listen to this program, okay? Continue to stick with us. As always, I'd love to acknowledge and thank our advertisers and sponsors. Your support truly is priceless. Thank you for continuing to support quality programming. Now, if you're with an organization or independent business person and you're looking to partner with an innovative digital program that offers news talk for every single member of a household, do connect with us. The quickest way is to shoot us a quick email at admin at ltaradio.com. Again, send us a message at admin at ltaradio.com. Well, everyone, if this is your very first time listening to the program, you should know that it's now time for our signature in the news. And this is where we highlight the trending news of the day, and it has been a busy one. A friendly housekeeping note, Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton Radio Show has partnered with the one and only SCB TV Channel 182 out of Georgia on the Charter Network. And there we deliver the televised edition of In the News. Now, if you are sitting in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, thinking I do not live in Georgia, well, no worries, okay? We spotlight the national and global news and you can certainly check us out online. The quickest way is to visit our website at www.ltaradio.com and simply click on the Vimeo link, okay? And there you will be able to watch a televised edition of In the News. But for tonight, it's Tuesday, May 23rd, and we are set to deliver tonight's edition. In the News, deadly concert bombing. At least 22 people have died and 59 have been injured after a suicide bomber detonated an improvised explosive device at an Ariana Grande concert at the Manchester Arena in northwestern England on Monday night. Now, the terror group ISIS has taken credit for the deadly attack. We will keep you posted as more details emerge. In the news, U.S. President in Saudi Arabia. President Donald Trump is in the Middle East this week, and in his recent visit to Saudi Arabia to address a group of leaders from 50 Islamic nations, the president urged leaders of Muslim countries to stand up against what he calls Islamic extremism. The Arab Islamic American summit has gathered leaders of the region together. Now, the president did sign a $110 billion arms sales agreement with Saudi Arabia over the weekend. Now, the White House has said that the deal would create U.S. jobs and encourage Saudi Arabia to begin taking more responsibility for regional security. Many have been watching the president's Middle Eastern visit very closely. Now, as you may recall, some have categorized the U.S. leader as advocating anti-Muslim rhetoric during his presidential campaign. In the news, more store closings for Sears. You may recall that Sears Holdings announced this past January that it would shut down 150 stores in 2017, with most of those locations closing by this April. It is now being reported that the company is closing even more stores. Most of the stores on the list started liquidation sales back in April and will close officially in July of this year. And finally, in the news, scary snatch by sea lion. A sea lion pulled a young girl into the water on Saturday in British Columbia. Observers claimed the girl's family had begun feeding the sea lion. After the sea lion snatched her into the water, a relative jumped in after her and several bystanders pulled them both to safety. Now, the general manager of the Stevenson Harbor Authority has said the harbor is on the sea lion's migrating route and that males sometimes swim into the area looking for food. Now, management does advise tourists not to feed the sea lions. Fortunately, the young girl is safe after the unexpected encounter. 
Now, what are your thoughts about this story or any of the stories we highlighted tonight on In the News? Check us out on Twitter to share those opinions. Our handle is SS Thornton. The handle on Twitter is S-S-T-H-O-R-N-T-O-N. Join us on Twitter as well if you love the news because we share breaking news stories 24 hours a day. Well, everyone, we will be back on very soon in mere minutes. We're so excited to highlight a topic that so many parents and guardians want to know more about. How exactly do you win over a picky eater? And you know what? They're not just infants or toddlers. A lot of times they can certainly be our older children as well. Let's Talk America with host Shane the Thornton Radio Show offers news, talk, and music. Stay with us. I'm Lou Angela from the Atlanta metro area, and I listen to Let's Talk America with host Shana Thornton. Right now, this guy I'm four years old, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Welcome back, everyone. It is now time for our inspirational corner, and this is where we highlight one motivational statement intended to get you through your week. And tonight's statement comes from the one and only motivational speaker and advocate, Tony Robbins, who once said, Setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the visible. Once again, Tony Robbins once said, setting goals is the first step to turning the invisible into the visible. I think those words certainly speak for themselves. You know, many people talk about their dreams, right? But it's important to set those goals. And I personally and professionally believe once you have goals in place, that way you're able to work towards something significant in your life. And you know, many individuals of wisdom will say that young people, if they're just wandering through life, they'll end up anywhere. So it's important to have goals and certainly know where you want to be. And I don't think that's just for young people, but for middle age and older as well. Stay with us. You're listening to Let's Talk America Radio. This is Atlanta-based gospel singer, Davina Williams. You can find me at www.davinawilliams.wix.com slash gospel singer. And you are listening to Let's Talk America with host Shayla Thornton. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Well, of course, here on the program, we always aim to put the spotlight on those issues and topics that concern you, right? And what matters more than your most precious assets? We're talking about your kids, your children. Now, many of you have written in to us letting know that you have uh, small kids, toddlers, some are older. Some of you have grandkids. You have nieces and nephews. And you often point out that they're picky eaters. Now, when is it time to say there may be something a little more to this? And have you ever thought that it could be perhaps a brain balance issue? That's right. We have right now with us tonight the one and only. He is the founder of the Brain Balance Center. Many of you know him, of course, as Dr. Robert Melillo. Doctor, welcome back to the program. Oh, thank you for having me back. I'm very excited to be back with you again. Well, how exciting, and I'll tell you this, this is a topic many people don't want to touch on. Many parents and mm. grandkids or grandparents are cringing right now, talking about picky eaters. I mean, uh, for so many families out there, right, they say, well, hey, they've always been a picky eater. How can I change that? And to be honest with you, tell them why they should be interested in allowing their child to try other foods. I can thank one for the nutritional concept, right? Well, yeah, of course. There's a couple of reasons. One is that... Um, you know, there's a social issue, right? I mean, like eating is a very social thing, being able to eat other foods, being able to go to birthday parties and, you know, to go to different events and, 
you know, not have your child be so obsessive that they don't, won't eat anything there. Um, so there's a social developmental issue that goes along with it, as well as obviously the more varied the diet can be in textures and tastes and different types of nutritional content, the healthier the child's going to be. And, and our diet has just gotten you know, more and more unhealthy with processed foods Absolutely. over the last, you know, few decades. And with GMO and things like that, it's yeah. really, really important to give them a really healthy, varied diet. Those are two of the main reasons. Yes, I mean, and those are very important reasons. I'll say this, unfortunately, you know this, of course. So many parents out there or guardians, they're not eating well themselves, and maybe the kids, is it possible, I'm saying this, not being a physician, but maybe they're mimicking some of the bad habits they're seeing at home from mom and dad? Oh, absolutely. I think a lot of what we see and a lot of the basis of a lot of the childhood issues that we see today really actually start in, in large part with the parents and their lifestyle uh, problems. I mean, the rise, I've written in, in a number of my books about the rise of things like autism and ADHD and other learning problems really is, is all driven by lifestyle and the health of the parents, their diet, their exercise levels, their stress levels, all of those things have a huge impact on it. And like you said, I mean, um, it, it, it's amazing to me because some of the most intelligent, well-educated people I know from Ivy League schools have the worst diet. It's just their level, their, their nutritional intelligence level is so low, um, it's just, you know, really shocking, and they pass it on to their kids. Wow, and we often know children will do what they see, right? Not exactly what you say, but they mimic the action. I have to ask you this. Of course, you being a physician for uh, many years, you work with children um, on different spectrums with different issues. How does picky eating relate to a brain balance? Because I'm sure that's but, a new know, concept for someone sitting in San Diego right now. Yeah, and it's, and it's really important because, you know, one of the reasons why, as you said, parents and grandparents cringe when they hear about this is because yeah. – this is really a difficult issue. Um, I mean, we have people that come in that, that literally this is their biggest issue. If they have to try to fight with their child on changing their diet, um, oh they get so stressed out they break into a sweat. And the reason for that is trying to behaviorally manage this. Okay. is almost impossible because it, at its core, it's a neurological problem. So all kids have a certain level of pickiness with their eating. It's part of okay. their development, but they grow out of it. Now, okay. these kids they, that, that really usually have an association with some sort of developmental issue as well, and it can be very, very mild or, or just more okay. behavioral issues, the problem is it comes down to their sense of smell and taste. We have worked with tens of thousands of kids. And on all of those kids, we've done uh, initial and repeated smell tests using objective, scientifically valid testing. Okay. So we have literally done hundreds of thousands of these. And what we've seen is that in almost every child, there's two things. One is they're an obsessively picky eaters, and the other is they have a completely abnormal or, in many cases, completely absent smell of, sense of smell and taste. And, those are, and, and smell is a brain issue, right? It's a neurological yes. issue, and it is associated with many developmental issues like ADHD and, and learning problems and dyslexia. Okay. So, you know, there is a direct relationship there. And the good news 
is that when you understand that, incorporating smell as an activity or an exercise that you do at home, like I included in my book, Disconnected Kids, and in my most recent book, Disconnected Kids Nutrition Plan, I talk about this you know, in, in, in great detail about the picky eater and where this comes from or what we call the problem feeder, which is even, even harder, and what they can actually do to help resolve these issues by really dealing with the core problem which is the brain, because if you don't, it's just going to be a nightmare every day to fight with your child. Oh, wow. And, and I, you know this, of course, being a physician, also a parent. I think parents say there's enough to battle about. They want to be smart and savvy uh, when they do it. I have to ask you this. I know you have different parameters on when there's time to seek a professional, but is there an age in mind? Because like you said, uh, most kids are picky. That's a developmental factor. But is there an age where a parent right now should be a little concerned if the child is still only eating crackers? Is, is there a certain age in your mind? Yeah, I think, you know, if they're not really starting to um, look into kind of novel foods and be more open, you know, usually somewhere between the ages of, in my experience, 6 to 10, 6 to 9, that's usually when a child usually starts to become a little bit more experimental. And many kids are much more experimental early on if the parents really expose them to a lot of really, you know, various foods and various tastes. And you can see that it's a learned skill, and if you start them early, and I find that a lot of parents don't do that, as you said earlier. I mean, I I remember we had one child that I knew of that she would only eat spaghetti in warm water. I mean, that was actually, and the mother, but who is... When did that start? And, okay. who, you know, when, when did the child decide that they were going to only eat that? You know what I mean? Who yeah. is buying that only for them? Absolutely. So it, it really was the parent that started it, but, you know, then they, they didn't realize that. They don't realize that they're the initiator of it. And you can also be the initiator of a varied taste palette as well. Wow. Now, uh, tell us the most important part probably for so many parents, someone sitting right now in Miami, Florida, how do we fix this? Because I know after years of helping so many children with behavior and social challenges, I know you and your team believe, though, kids can be successful just because they're a certain way now doesn't mean they have to live their entire life like that. And uh, from my understanding, you and your team have developed a cutting-edge and drug-free, I want to point that out, drug-free, which is important for so many guardians out there, program uh, that's going to help parents uh, get on the right footing with their kids eating a more diverse diet, right? Absolutely, and, and that's the thing. Um, you know, as you said, we are not about being a Band-Aid or just trying to get people to manage these yeah. issues because there really is no good long-term solution to try to manage any of okay. these issues. It okay. is just, you know, hard. Um, and so we're about fixing the problem, and we have seen, and we have objective data over the years, and we know that we can, for the most part, fix these issues. And, again, you know, it's no coincidence when a child has, you know, obsessively picky eater um, and they have food sensitivities and they have a number of different things along with if they have attention problems or hyperactivity. It's no coincidence. It's all related to the core problem. It's a developmental issue in the brain. There's nothing wrong with the brain. There's no damage. There's no injury. It's really just a developmental imbalance. And we have a program in our centers also known as Balance 360, which is really a cutting-edge diet and nutrition education plan and website that, you know, really is a 
virtual world that people can go to and they can, you know, in our Brain Balance community. But really, the Brain Balance program and the Brain Balance centers, which I talk about in my book, Disconnected Kids and Disconnected Kids Nutrition Plan, and that we utilize in our centers, is really the most cutting-edge solution, uh, long-term solution to these issues. Wow, and that's important. Uh, for someone sitting right now in Atlanta, Georgia, and they're saying, what can I do at home before I take the step of seeing a professional like you? I know you believe there are some simple steps a mom or dad could possibly take beginning in the kitchen. Absolutely. Well, well, the thing that I think is that, one, they should get my book and, and read it. Uh, but the only thing is, um, you know, we can see that there are other things that they can do now by, you know, letting the child be more artistic with the food, okay. link foods with fun, and letting the child cut veggies and let them be involved okay. in it. Make okay. cook, cooking interactive. I can tell you that, you know, my, I, I created this program for my own kids. Oh, wow. And my two boys both had issues. And one of the things my wife did really well with, especially my boys, was she got them involved with cooking very early on. Nice. So Smart. that they are so comfortable now. They're in their early and mid-20s. And they oh, are wow. just, they, you know, they, even in high school, they would come home after, you know, being out with their friends, whatever. And the first thing okay. they would do is go in the kitchen and they would whip up some incredible meal that was usually oh, okay. very healthy and usually had a lot of great things in it. And the other okay. thing is, as with anything, you know, reward the effort, not the result. Meaning, let, you know, just get the child to try different things and make a big deal. And, you know, same thing. If they start, if they're cooking and if they're being involved with it, let them be involved with you when you go shopping for food. If you're going to, when they pick out things, and even if they go on one thing, one new thing they can pick out each week and then, you know, they get to get their favorite food or something. Yeah. Um, you, can, you can use different ways getting them involved with their food and their food choices and educating them. Um, But like you also said, you have to be the example. You can't just, you know, have one child in the family do a special diet. um, Or, you know, you have to allow them to really, um, you know, the whole family has to be involved. And you can't single out a family. And sometimes the worst the worst people I've seen are the fathers. They're the ones that don't want to change. They won't give up their diet soda or soda <laughs> or thing or junk food, and yes. and uh, you know, and that's something that's just not acceptable. The parents have yeah. to be the example. Yeah, and kids are looking at both parents, certainly the mother and the father. I have to say this before you leave. Two things you hit on that I find empowering. One, you're saying make the cooking interactive. You said you, your wife did that with your own children. And I think, you know what, that really sort of gives confidence to the child in a sense because, I mean, and I'm thinking of a four- or five-year-old that we have, of saying that it empowers them to be a big kid in a sense, like you're helping out. And that can only lead to long-term independence, right? Am I jumping too far ahead, Dr. Malillo? That Absolutely. makes sense. Absolutely. No. In, in let me tell you, I think the number one job of a parent is to create healthy, independent children. We yes. have people that are living at home till they're 35 now, and we have a Absolutely. millennial generation that is, you know, really I find it hard to be independent, and that's really the parents' fault for that. Okay. And okay. I think, you know, giving them chores and letting them do their own laundry and, and cooking their own food early on is one of the Absolutely. best ways that you can start to initiate this independence and really cause their brain to mature and develop appropriately. It's very important. Mm, that is such a great information. And I also want to touch on this. You said 
encourage the good behavior. You know there are parents out there, and I think they're decent, good people, but a lot of times they catch themselves being impatient and even maybe getting angry with the child when the child refuses to eat the spinach or the fresh broccoli. And you're saying that's not really the route to go, right? You want to encourage good behavior if possible? Absolutely. Again, you always want to reward the effort, not necessarily the result. You know, you get them to try something, and if they spit it out, you don't, like, yell at them. You just say, okay, great, you tried it. You put it in your mouth. That's fantastic, right? Or even if it's just smell it. You know, just smell it. Just feel it or just touch it. Um, You know, start to get them. Many of these kids have texture issues. They have problems with the way they, they don't choose food by how it smells and tastes. They, they choose it by how it feels in their mouth or how it looks okay. or the temperature. So, you know, it, it, the way to overcome that is to get them to feel comfortable with the temperature or the texture of the food and, you know, the way it looks. And this may, um, or, you know, have them close their eyes and have them try to taste things or feel things that way, even though they may be fearful. But, again, just have them experiment and, and make it interactive and make it fun. And no matter what they do, if they try anything, just, okay. you know, make a big deal, cheer about it, and over, uh, over time that child will open up. But, you know, if you, don't, if you don't improve their sense of smell and taste, it's always going to be a battle. And when you fix their, their smell and taste and you get their brain working better, then it just goes away. It just goes away, and you don't have to deal with this for the rest of your life. And that's the most important thing. I mean, parents that are struggling right now, imagine if this went away and how good your life would be, right? Wow, And that that would be a huge issue, and this could be gone in a matter of a few months. Wow, and I know you've worked with uh, countless children, but uh, for the parents, I'm going to say this, I'm sure it helps to be patient and encouraging of the kids, right, whatever developmental issue is going on, doctor. Absolutely. I mean, again, it's important to remember that if there is a neurological imbalance, they can't help it. It's not their fault. And it's not the parent's fault either. It's a neurological issue. And so the only answer is really to deal with it, but to deal with the core problem. Because otherwise, you know, a lot of parents, what they're doing is they're struggling, and they look at this and they say, well, my child has a developmental issue, and what do I do about it? Like, you know, they they know it's not really the child's fault, but then they, they think, well, I can't punish them for their behavior but they lose control of the behavior because the child has no consequences for their behavior. Okay. And they lose okay. control of their house. And more and more I'm seeing that. Parents are wow. completely overwhelmed. They don't know how to get their kids to eat properly. They don't know how to get kids to exercise. They don't know how to get kids away from the computer and the social media. And the, oh, kid, wow. and the child really is just is kind of ruling the family. And, oh, no. uh, you know, there's no consequences for their behavior. But, you know, the point is is that you need to be, understanding and provide structure, but also understand that these are neurological problems and you need to deal with the core problem. Absolutely, and know when to seek professional help. Uh, Before you leave us, Dr. Robert Melillo, always an honor and pleasure to have you on. Tell our national and international listeners where they can go for more information about their kid being an extreme picky eater or if they have other questions about their child's behavior or developmental issues. They can go to brainbalancecenters.com. That's our uh, website, and uh, on there, there are different programs, of d- different things about picky eating and, and taste and smell and things of that nature. Um, they can also go to my website, drrobertmalillo.com, if they want some information as well. 
and also my new book, Disconnected Kids Diet and Nutrition Plan. Really, we have a whole chapter just on picky eating. Oh, wow, and then hopefully the success can come from it. I think it can as long as we address it, right, and don't ignore it, because I think that may be going on to a certain degree as well. Absolutely, and the good thing to know is that uh, one of the people that was connected with that book, Disconnected Kids Diet and Nutrition Plan, was an Atlanta native, native, uh, Zach Brown. Very nice. Yeah, he was was connected with this because he was very interested in the idea of nutrition and diet with kids with disabilities. Wow. So it's no longer we have to accept they're picky eaters. We can do something about it. Dr. Melillo, what an honor to have you on Let's Talk America Radio. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay. Bold Favorite Magazine is the leadership lifestyle magazine highlighting bold people, organizations, and causes that inspire us to live fearlessly. Feature your business to our email list of 250,000 people all over the globe and on our engaged social media platforms. Bold Favor prides itself on pairing your business with empowering articles and profiles to ensure you are seen and appreciated by people who want to support you. And bonus, advertise with us to feature your product on television programs produced by our parent company at no additional cost. Visit BoldFavorMagazine.com or call 866 866- 611-3753 to get started today. The future favors the bold. Be fearless. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Of course, here in the program, we put the spotlight on the issues out there that concern you and what matters more than who is inside of your household, and we cannot forget our awesome pets. Well, just like with us people, age can creep up slowly on our beloved pets, and you might not realize they're starting to display some age-related changes. Now, aging in pets can potentially impact the relationship you have with them, so you want to be aware of the signs and what things you can do to help keep your older pet in the game. Joining us tonight to discuss uh, the Hill Pet Nutrition, uh, she's live from the Hill Pet Nutrition Center, is the one and only Melissa Van China. Melissa, welcome to the program. Hi, Shana. Thanks for having me. I do want to reference for our national and international audience, you are the Associate Manager of Taste Technology from Hills Pets Nutrition Center, so you know a lot about the pets. I've got to ask you this. What should pet parents be looking for when it comes to the signs of aging for their dogs and cats? Well, Shana, it's important to remember that our pets age quicker than we do. And aging is a complex thing that happens gradually. And so a lot of times those signs of aging can kind of subtly creep up and go unnoticed. So really what we tell people the first place to start is by looking at the actual age of your pet. Because if your dog or cat is at least seven years old, then okay. even if you don't see signs of aging, you can be sure that there are things going on, changes going on in their body that are the effects of aging. So that's really the first thing to do. And then okay. we also like to, to tell people that it's good to think about your pet kind of compare them to when they were younger. So think about your pet when they were three or four years old and how they are today and is their activity level different? Do they play more or less? Do they interact with you more or less? Do they sleep more or less? Those are the kind of things that you want to think about and look at in your pet. 
Well, Melissa, I'm going to say this, uh, being an animal lover and also a lover of people, human beings, I think just like humans, we have to understand, right, that we're not who we were basically 10 or 15 years ago, and we have to be patient even with our pets, right? Exactly, yes. I mean, we all age. It happens, and really the best thing to do is to be proactive when it comes to aging and age in a healthy way. Now, tell me this, and you know a lot about this with your organization. How do nutritional needs differ with our pets as they get older? So nutritional needs differ throughout life. You know, if you think about what you feed a puppy or a kitten, it's different than what you're going to feed your adult dog or cat. And then it's also going to change as as your pet ages. So it's really important to look for high-quality pet food that's designed for aging pets so that it can provide all the nutrients they need to, you know, keep their energy up and maintain their vitality. And really, like I said, it's to help them age in a healthy way because we're never going to stop aging. We're not going to be able to reverse it. But we can help them age in a way that's healthy and then maintain their health as they move into their later years. Wow. I know uh, your company uh, believes in scientifically formulated foods that allow the pet to be uh, the best at any age. Tell us more. So, yes, we do. Um, Aging is a topic that's uh, very important to us, and we've studied it here. We've studied how pets age for over a decade. So what we do is we don't just look at at what is happening with the pet. We're actually studying their biology and changes in their biology. So we looked at it all the way down at the gene level. And what we saw was when you have pets that are age 7 or older, there are certain genes that are expressed or active in a different way than those same genes are expressed or active in a younger pet. And then we also study natural ingredients and nutrients and how those can impact the expression or the activity of those aging genes. So what we were able to do is take all that knowledge that we have about pet biology as they age and all that knowledge that we have about ingredients and nutrients and combine it together to really build this new pet food, science diet, youthful vitality for our aging pets. Wow, so that is so important, and it's important for pet parents to also understand that food and nutrition continue to play a vital role, right? Not saying, well, they ate more and they ate this when they were younger, and and having the mentality, well, they eat when they can. We need to be just as adamant about what's going in their body, right? Exactly, yeah, just like we do for ourselves. It's really important, and, you know, we're the ones that provide all of that for our pets. So it's up to us to, to do the best that we can for them. And any advice for those who are struggling right now, they have a pet, maybe they've had the pet for a year or for six years, and the pet has some bad eating habits, <laughs> they love eating <laughs> off the plate or foods that we just know are good for them, they're not sticking to uh, the formula and the diet meal plans that your company has in store. But they're saying, well, she really, really begged for the ice cream. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's funny because my dog at home, she's a a picky eater, which is kind of strange for a dog, not so much for cats, but definitely (laughs) for dogs. So I'm used to experiencing this with her. And, you know, really, like I said, it comes down to us. Unfortunately, we have to be the ones that are disciplined and really help our pets to make sure that they're making, you know, we're not giving them the opportunity to to make bad choices, that we give them the best choices and, and, and think kind of think for them as far as what they'll eat. Exactly. And I will say this, if we're buying products um, that are from your company or from other companies, we do need to make sure that it's a well-balanced uh, nutritional diet. Right, Melissa? 
Yes, that is correct. And especially as our pets are aging, those, like I said earlier, those, those nutrient requirements are going to change. So you want to look for a food that has the right protein in it. So it's going to give them the, uh, the energy they need and help them keep yes. moving and lots of powerful antioxidants to keep their brain okay. sharp and healthy. And so just like we're reading labels for us, for those in our body, let's be right mindful. And I know we can be in a rush a lot, but make sure we're looking at the labels for the food that's going into our pets. Yes, yes, exactly. And so many people, I think, say, well, I'm looking at the front cover and that should be good to go. What great information. Melissa, where can our national and international audience go for more information about everything you spoke about tonight? Well, they can go to ScienceDiet.com and find all kinds of information about all of our foods and the science that's behind them. I love it. Great information, Melissa. Thanks for joining us here on Let's Talk America Radio. Sure thing. Thanks for having me. Hi, this is Leslie. I'm really enjoying the show. Let's Talk America keeps you in the know. Hi, my name is Tina Harrell, and I just love listening to Shana. Thornton on Let's Talk America. It's wonderful. Please keep it going, Shana. Hi, I'm Yolanda, and I listen to Let's Talk America. Let's keep it going. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Of course, here in the program, we put the spotlight on those issues that concern you, and of course, what matters more than being a homeowner, right? Well, now, homeowners know that the chore list to get homes ready for the warmer months can be long, so what are the quick savers that can help you out? Well, let's check it out now. I'm so excited to have Chip Wade on with us. Chip, welcome back to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Okay, thanks for being on. Well, now, what steps can a homeowner take now to eliminate those future headaches? Well, what we want to do right now is take advantage of the weather. I don't know, is there, has it been raining a lot where you guys are? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, so the, this is what happens when the weather turns a little bit. Obviously, it gets a little bit warmer outside, but this beautiful, you know, 60-plus degree weather, it's right around the corner, and this is the time where we want to start thinking about getting outside. But coincidentally enough, when we want to get outside, all those pests, the ants, all the other bugs uh, that are in the dirt outside, they're trying to find a new place to make their nests. And so what we want to do before that happens is actually check our home's perimeter to make sure that there's no open gaps and open holes where they have a freeway to enter into the home. There's a couple of different things that I recommend uh, that really can kind of keep them at bay. The first is get a flashlight and a friend, and you're going to check your windows and doors. Uh, After dark, just have somebody holding the flashlight on the inside of the house, shining it around the perimeter of your doors and windows, and the person on the outside of the house can see any of that light coming around, then you know you have a hole. So it's something that you need to address with some new weather stripping or filling up some, uh, some gaps with oh, wow. uh, some silicone caulk that you'll paint over to make sure uh, that okay. it's sealed in. So that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is just simply get a pair of hedge trimmers uh, or, uh, or lopping shears, and you want to pull any branches, foliage, bushes, trees that are you know, touching the structure in any way. That's actually the freeway that bugs and pests use to go from the yard onto the structure. So as many as come from the okay. ground, just as many come from the top. So I actually use my shoulder width as a, as a, as a tape measure, you know, to kind of pull them off at least about two and a half feet off of the house. That just is going to save you so much hassle in the future. Wow, and you're right. It's all about avoiding hassles. I do want to reference for our national and international audience that, of course, Chip Wade is known all over, being, of course, being uh, frequently on HGTV. Now, Chip, you're a do-it-yourself expert, right? A lot of us aren't necessarily. Uh, can we gain the confidence like you to pick up all the information you just shared? 
Well, nothing, nothing beats practice, but there are some things that uh, any DIYer, novice, or you know, more experienced can, can do. One, one thing uh, is using technology to our advantage. There's some products that are out now that really do a lot of the work for us. The first uh, it's called a thermal imager. Uh, I actually use these cameras a lot. I'm not sure if you've ever seen one before. Uh, they used to be very, very expensive. Now there's models that are very affordable. They kind of look like your cell phone uh, or even uh, a small digital camera. And what it does is it shows you an image, but then it overlays the temperature profile on top. Now, it may sound high-tech, and it is, but it's really easy to use. Oh, wow. But you can point it at your house from the outside, and this is the perfect time of year to do that because that cooler air that we're starting to you know, run through our air conditioning systems is cooling the inside a little cooler, and it's getting a little warmer on the outside, so we're going to be able to see that cool air escaping from the inside of your house to the outside. Anywhere where you see that happening in this thermal camera, you can address those uh, as well. So spaces that you might not be able to see from the ground, it's an amazing okay. device that just really uh, helps us identify any potential problem spots. Wow, I love that. So we certainly use technology to add that in. Before you leave it, I have to ask this. Uh, there are many people that are looking forward to having uh, lots of activities this summer outside, right, and they want their outside to be as beautiful as the inside. Any tips for those do-it-yourself experts or those novices to try to get that set? Well, you know what, There's, it's always uh, just eliminating things that are giving us trouble. Um, so uh, making sure that the maintenance is taken care of is going to free up our schedule to do the more fun things. Uh, to kind of polish off the, the whole routine of going around and checking out the outside of your house, I definitely recommend you using some type of weed prevention uh, product as well as uh, an insect killer uh, to stop all of these insects before they're getting into the house. Actually, Preen uh, is a product that makes an amazing new thing that, I, that basically does two things. It's, it stops weeds and it kills insects. So it's a new product from Preen called Weed Preventer plus Ant Flea and Tick Control. Um, it's a really, really innovative product. You just sprinkle it right on your mulch beds and your foundation beds. You water it in, and it creates a barrier for four months. So don't just stop by trying to fill in all the holes, because even if you fill in 99% okay. of them, there's still a spot that you might have missed. Absolutely. So the barrier on the outside is great. Oh, wow, that's smart, Sadie, and hey, we can possibly do it ourselves, but of course, look for more information. Speaking of information, Chip, where can our national and the international listeners go for more information about everything we spoke about tonight? Well, you can always go to my website at chipwade.com, and then there's great information on preen.com for all of these, uh, the information on the weed prevention and uh, insect uh, killer. Chip, always a pleasure to have you on Let's Talk America Radio. Thanks. Listening to Let's Talk America Radio. Stay tuned, Ben. Welcome back, listeners, to your national award-winning news talk program, Let's Talk America. Of course, here on the program, we put the spotlight on those trending issues that impact you and your household. And I don't need to tell you, warmer weather is here, and we are set to be entertained, okay? There have been some season finales going on, but what's really the trend now? Well, more and more people, currently 64%, have added streaming services to their entertainment regime. I know all about that myself. And this is all according to a new study out. Well, here to talk about this study and so much more is the one and only Rena Lunick. She, of course, is an avid movie and TV buff, and she knows a lot about this entertainment industry, and that's watching the tube and more. Rena, welcome to the program. Thank you, Shana. I'm glad to be here. Very excited to have you on. Now, how has streaming video changed the way we view television? Well, the biggest thing is convenience, for sure. Um, it, you know, with, with streaming, you can watch the shows you want to watch, when, where, how, 
you don't have to um, be home at 8 o'clock uh, just to sit on your couch and fight over the remote over different shows. Um, you really, uh, you know, streaming services have made it easy to watch a lot of content in a short period of time whenever you want. I love that. Now, what's new and hot this spring? There's a lot, so get some pens ready. Um, I'll start with some comedies. Catastrophe is a fun family and relationship comedy. Um, that one's going to be coming out in just a couple weeks. Veep is a really popular one on HBO with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Uh, that one premiered last week, so um, still obviously uh, time to get going with that season. Uh, there's a new one that I wanted to talk about called I'm Dying Up Here. It's coming from Showtime. It's about the comedy scene in the 70s in L.A. So um, it's, a, you know, it's a fun comedy, a little serious at times, um, but I think that one's going to be incredibly popular. Uh, on the, uh, there's a docu-series that I think also people will really like called American Playboy. It's the Hugh Hefner story. Um, a lot of people think of Hugh Hefner and the Playboy Mansion um, as kind of all fun and frills, but um, there is a really interesting story behind how all of that came to be, and that's, uh, that's uh, just premiered um, on Amazon Prime Video, and it's definitely worth checking out. Uh, for anyone who loves crime dramas, Michael Connelly's uh, books, uh, are back with the series Bosch, and that one is premiering uh, this Friday, actually, so definitely add that to a watch list. Uh, and finally, um, House of Cards on Netflix is coming back in May. I know uh, that one uh, people are really looking forward to. I hear yes. it's the final season, so um, definitely add that to the watch list as well. Okay, now, Rena, with everything you name, all great shows, there are more than one outlet for streaming. And, of course, there's always just watching it live. There's so many options. How does one decipher through what's best for them, especially if they're new to streaming? Well, if you're new to streaming, the best thing is recommendations. And so what you'll find is when you're watching um, a show or you, you are on the main page trying to learn a little bit more about the show, um, all the streaming providers will have a section that says, you may also like, or recommendations for you. And okay. what that does is it allows you to learn and explore new content. So for, um, you know, I'm a big House of Cards fan. Um, that actually I learned about Homeland because I was watching House of Cards. So um, it starts to pick up on your watching habits and say, okay, if you watch that, you're probably also going to like this. So it, it's a really great way for newcomers to learn about content if they're, um, you know, if they aren't staying on top of all of the new shows that are coming out. And what I love about streaming, personally, is that it has so many options for every member in the family, including educational shows for the kids. That's right. So one of my all-time favorites is Thunderbirds or Go. Um, that one also is coming out. Uh, it will premiere this Friday. Um, I have an 8-year-old, and he loves that show, but sometimes I think that I end up liking it more than he does. Um, it's a really kind of fun sci-fi type show. Um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, submarines and airplanes. So um, kids really like it, but they've got a really good plot line. So um, that one's fun. Also, you know, Bill Nye, the science guy, um, I, he was popular when I was a kid. They're doing a remake of that, and that one's coming back out. So um, definitely check that one out on Netflix. Well, and that way parents and guardians don't feel guilty that they're saying they're watching something. At least it's something that's informative and educational for the kids. That's right. PBS Kids is another one. We have that as a separate subscription channel on, um, on Amazon Prime Video through our Amazon Channels program. And 
Um, you know, PBS Kids, the great thing about that, and with almost all of these, there's no commercials, so you're not really yeah. having to worry about you know, getting, uh, at least with my son, he'll always say, oh, I want to get that. Can you buy me that? Uh, <laughs> He's you know, a typical child. <laughs> services don't have commercials, so it's great. He's a typical kid. Now, before you leave us, I have to have this. I have to bring up the B word, budget, because with the streaming, parents are like, wait a minute, is this one more thing that I have to add on to the budget? But can streaming be reasonable and economical? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we see a lot of cord cobblers. That's kind of the new trend right now where, um, you know, people have their cable, and then they also have streaming services on top of it. Um, I, you know, it is really economical. Where, you know, if you're a Prime member, for example, you get um, Prime Video for free. Um, with it, it's included in your Prime okay. membership. And there's all of these shows that I talked about are available um, on Prime Video. So it is incredibly uh, uh, convenient, like I said before. Also, um, it's not too hard on the budget. Then one great thing I will add that you don't necessarily have to be in the house to do it. You can take that smart device and use it anywhere. That's right. The Fire TV sticks and even Fire TV, all you need is an HDMI cable um, or plug-in on your TV. You can take it anywhere. I I, when I travel, um, I take that with me. Or, of course, download any of the apps, um, Prime Video app, uh, onto your mobile device, and you can have your tablet or your um, phone. And if you're sitting in the airport, easily just watch one of your favorite shows. Rena, thanks for keeping us updated on everything this spring and summer. Where can our listeners go for more information about everything you discussed tonight? Amazon.com slash video is the best place. That will have all the new shows listed. Um, also, if you want to get a little behind-the-scenes look, IMDb is a great uh, resource as well. I love it. Thanks for joining us here on Let's Talk America Radio. Thank you. Hi, this is college senior at the College of Worcester, Brenda Core, and you're listening to Let's Talk America Radio with Shayna Thornton. Welcome back, everyone. Well, that's an official wrap for your award-winning family radio talk show, Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton. But don't forget, we'll be back on next week, same time, same place, Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. We continue to offer balanced news talk for every single member of your household. Well, we love timely news, great talk, and also phenomenal music. And tonight, I'm excited to present the music of the one and only vocalist Tamika Ferrivi. The name of this song is He Can Do It all he can do it all a special thank you to everyone submitting music for independent artists and also those signed to labels if you want to send us a quick message for any reason simply email us at admin at ltaradio.com again shoot us a quick email at admin at ltaradio.com but don't forget to visit the website at ltaradio.com so you can see who will be on the show next week and we also feature some great news topics to keep you informed Remember, Let's Talk America with the whole Shayna Thornton radio show offers news, talk, and music. Let's Talk America with host Shayna Thornton Radio Show is an entity of Paget and Thomas Enterprises, LLC. All content original, copyright 2017. Guests express their own opinions. For more information, please visit www.ltaradio.com. God is enormous, deserving song on the charts He deserves a standing ovation He is major Stronger than any superhero He can do 
So p- 